Welcome back, y'all, to another episode of Hip Hop Babies. Baby, baby, baby. We back. <laughs> AC ain't here to do no uh, ad libs for us, so you know I don't got the energy to do that. It's too early, bro. You gotta, make, old... do. You gotta make do with Ray Love, huh? That's that's what. It yeah, is. unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. It's a dual episode, y'all can see that. So, um, you know, might be a little bit shorter than usual, um, but you know, still got some good insights to deliver. So, Ray, how you doing, bro? How you feel about you know certain products you purchased recently? Anything like that? I feel all good, man. I'm feeling great. Besides, my webcam is trash, bro. I'm what? so mad. What? I got a web. We got a webcams for the pod this episode, but they were trash. They were not. Oh, they were hot garbage. Yeah, so we with the FaceTime camera today. So I thought I was gonna come fresh, but it is what it is. Besides that, I've been doing good, getting back into the uh, role of working school and listening to some good music. I'm ready to talk about some stuff we miss. I'm excited. I'm ready to get into these topics. Yes, sir. How you doing, Deadly? I'm doing good, bro. Um, you know, uh, working a little bit harder than usual. Uh, I got some books that I'm reading. Ooh. I bought a couple of books. Yeah. Wow. I'm really lonely that I'm I'm reading books again. It's crazy. You what know. Book? Wait, wait. What books? What books? Let, 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 let me know. Uh, Give me one of them. Give me one of them. If anything. I got Black Klansmen and uh, it's like Black Democracy in America. I haven't read that one yet. But uh, Black Klansman, I'm reading that one right now. I've seen the movie. Movie's cool, but I felt like I just wanted to read it. Just I feel like it would be a little bit better. Um, you know, getting that extra perspective from the, the main character's head mm-hmm. um, when you read a book uh, is a little bit, you know, helps you uh, dive into the story a little bit better. So, yeah, I, yeah, I just bought some, some regular shit, you know. I don't really read, um, was it... Uh, fiction yeah i don't really read that so uh, i like non-fiction books so yeah i'm just chilling man i got a shit i got a joint rolled up for later i'm about to be high as shit i gotta go to work but i gotta crank out this pod first so praying for you bro oh thanks bro <laughs> thank you ain't nobody praying for me anyways uh-huh. yeah uh so let's get into this first topic bro uh this one is a little more sad um this topic um mf doom passed away on october 31st 2020 his wife announced on instagram uh yeah so we're just gonna we're just gonna talk about you know mf doom's impact a little bit um on on the rap game on our lives shit like that um this is the probably the, one of the biggest shocks of 2020. Um, I don't think anybody was really expecting it. It came out. The news came out literally the last day of 2020. Um, it's fucking yeah, fucking wild. Blown man. away, blown away. What a way to end the year to start the new year as far as energy wise. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. Doom means a lot to me personally. I, I I feel like Doom. You know, as far as like when I was in high school, even uh junior high a little bit getting into internet culture and as far as like the way they consume music and i feel like mf doom was a big part of the reason why i like certain music that i like you know it was crazy to see all these rappers post homages like posts like things to remember mf doom you know certain rappers i wouldn't even think that i wouldn't say know him but that would you know care enough to tweet and show love they were showing love um, a bunch of the underground rappers I did damn near did like freestyles and stuff to remember him. It was crazy to see like all of them were like, we looked up to you, man. You were an uh, image as far as like how to do it. Coming up, you know, he got kicked off a label with his brother and stuff. His brother dies. He came back as the villain of the rap game. It took the, the game by storm, especially the underground, like changed the way people make underground music, the way we consume it, the lyrical ability to flow. Like it, crazy. I, I know. Yeah, and uh, you know, I remember seeing MF Doom as early as when I was up a little bit too late watching Cartoon Network, and uh, Adult Swim came on, and yeah, had, uh, 
yeah he had, uh his songs playing on on boondocks and shit like that so uh his cultural impact is uh bar none uh for sure and yeah like you were saying there's a lot of rappers on my on my timeline where you know you, you don't see how they could be connected to him but it's just he's so iconic and so renowned as a, a lyricist as, as somebody who does crazy concept albums that you know everybody's looking up to him everybody everybody loves doom and uh you know it's so fucking sad to see him pass he was like yeah. what 50 49 damn 49. i mean basically 50 like fuck bro that, yeah it's just it's just one of those surreal things and it makes you think about you know the fragility of life and um anybody can go at any moment and uh i i mean we've had so many deaths this year that you like yeah you think about that like we had vaughn we had mac all these things but i feel like doom being the legend that he is it really just shook me to my core about this type of shit is so fucked up um especially with the you know the depth i've gone to into his catalog um and then the possibility of mad villainy 2 supposed to be on the yeah, way yeah yeah that was trash that, that yeah man like they have been working on that it's been like oh yeah it's basically done oh no we got to put more touches on it oh yeah it's basically done and the fact that pretty much uh i believe madler basically said like yeah there's like 11 tracks pretty much done and it was almost like a detox. It probably never was going to drop, but the fact that it was there and to see him pass. And I know uh, Mad Lib has a track record of not supporting after death music. He's like, I don't really like care for it. So it's probably never going to come out at this point. Just like the album with Mac Miller is probably never going to come out. It's sad. It was sad because MF Doom still seemed like he had a little bit left. Like he was still doing collaborative projects I, I assume he might drop the solo project at a certain point and, you know, but to see him gone, especially that the fact that he went, he went away on Halloween and we didn't know about it till two months after it's such a doom thing. It's the perfect way for him to be sent off though. Cause I feel like it matches, his, matches his whole image, everything he does. But man, I, I, I've been playing doom recently. I went through a period where I wasn't going back to do his music as much. Cause I, I, I've played it out. I mean, not in a way that I don't like it anymore, but like I've played it so much, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But going back and listening to Mad Villainy, Mfu, even Operation Doomsday, Victor Vaughn, King Ghadira, if I'm saying that wrong, maybe Ghadira, I don't even know. But either way, you know, listening to all his music again recently, it's, it's, it's hit my heart. It's made it. I've been like, yo, like I haven't been listening to this. And now when I listen to this, I get a new perspective with certain tracks, like accordion, you know? time ticks fast like stuff like that TikTok, like it's like bro like oh why do they have to take my boy away man it's tough he's so charismatic and so lovable on like every track that it's just it hurts to listen to like it genuinely hurts to listen to it um but yeah you know it's timeless music uh uh i think his his streaming percentage went up like 800 something percent so you know some people look at these things like a, a in a in a negative way. I I don't think that somebody getting more attention is ever a negative thing. I don't care if you want to gatekeep your music or you, you think that people aren't true fans. Um, the more people that listen to your favorite artist after he passes away, more people that's going to remember him as time goes on, and it's just going to attribute to him having timeless music. Like it, we're never going to stop listening to Doom. Yep. I feel like we're never going to start stop listening to Doom. Yeah, and you know that only helps it further that, uh, and, and you know immortalize him. And, yeah, you know that's, that's something that I always want for my favorite rappers um, is that legacy, right? Uh, yeah. you know, be, being immortalized in the game, being talked about as one of the greats of all time. Uh, just because I have such a deep connection, so much love for these artists that you know that's that's what I want. So. It was cool to see him uh, being shown some love and people recognizing uh, the talent, people who don't usually dive into underground hip hop, recognizing what he actually did, what his impact was. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, I love it to see him getting the streams he deserved. 
um, all the attention he was getting, you know, seeing people post his music that I never would expect it as far as my peers. You know, I remember when I used to listen to MF Doom back in the day, people would be like, what the fuck are you listening to? Not even going to cap. Like people, like, I, I, you know, and I'm not, I'm not a gatekeeper. I'm not the type of person that's like, yo, you shouldn't listen to this. I like to put people on like, yo, this is a new artist that you might have never heard of that you might really appreciate from the underground that you just don't hear about for some reason. You feel me? And yeah. to see him getting the love he deserves is, is great. Even though people was hating, it's good that you're on the train now if you are. Like, I'm not, I never hate on a bandwagon fan. As long as you know you're a bandwagon fan, it's cool. You got to accept it though. Don't deny it. Don't try to flip flop. You just got to take it as it is. But I, I mean, besides that point, you know, RIP Doom, man, I, I miss him. I never knew the guy, of course, but I miss him just like just the fact that he's not here anymore. And I know I might not get anything from him again. It's sad. Um, the impact, Super you know, sad. I got the mask, I got the vinyl and everything. Like I, I love doing man. So yeah. Rest in peace for real. Fuck. Um, all right. So we're gonna move on to back into back into some bullshit right um because you always got to talk about the bullshit um so donald trump had sorry uh, if i'm triggering y'all my viewers i'm sorry i gotta talk about this uh he pardoned uh lil wayne and kodak black gave them the presidential pardon um why not bobby bro where's bobby at man they're playing with my boy bobby okay but but did he, uh, you know, post a picture of a Trump endorsing him? No, nah, I don't think he did. That's so, why we all we know why we know why. I I'm just surprised that Kodak was included into this. Like, what? Like, where did Kodak come from? Who was telling him to free Kodak too? Like, I guess that that fucking hashtag was so big that he just couldn't ignore it. But like, it was weird, bro. Maybe um, or maybe Kodak has said something that didn't shut trump down before i don't know i don't know he might have just had a list of celebrities and was like let me pardon you <laughs> like he might have just eeny meeny money mo and picked kodak because he's like kodak he attracts the black youth let me get him out of there oh my god i mean i think probably though that was i think this was a move to save face i mean considering everything that's happened he just decided to pardon certain people especially lil wayne because you know he showed a little love before the election so yeah, he's definitely trying to seem like he's an advocate for black people. That's definitely like one of his things for his administration. I've, helped, I've done the most for black people as a president ever. I did more than Abe Lincoln. That yeah. man is wild. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, he's he's, he's he's so egotistical. Like, he wants to look the best at everything, even though he's done things so bad. <sighs> Crazy, right? Yeah, fucking. Uh, yeah, so you know, did did Lil Wayne pull one over us, or is he still a clown? I don't know, man. Lil Wayne, it's still clown behavior what he did, man. But he might have did what he had to do. I mean, he didn't know. He, I don't think he knew that. I don't, you know, I don't know if he knew this was that he was going to get arrested. Yeah, probably not. Of course not. So, but it paid off. You know, sometimes paying. Uh, showing love to the enemy can get you a reward later. And this is one of those times where it did. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy Lil Wayne got, got off. I'm happy Kodak Black is getting out, even though he's gotten so many chances at this point. But Lil Wayne, you did do some clown stuff. We got to see what you're going to do now. Now that Trump is out of there, what are you going to do now? Are you going to fix your wrongdoing? Are you going to stand up for what's right now? <laughs> are you going to still be clowning? on the side now, now that you're back. You were asking for way too much. If you think Lil Wayne is actually going to care now, bro. Lil Wayne ain't cared since he got money, bro. Like, this nigga is money blind. He just, he, nobody else has problems that are important except for me. Motherfucker, like. Yeah, you, know, you remember that clip where he's like, uh, I've never experienced racism. Like, it's just. like Yeah, he's, he's talking yeah. about Black Lives Matter yeah, is pointless because yeah. yeah. he's like, well, well, I'm, I don't experience racism. No shit, bro. You're Lil Wayne. Like, nobody's going to call you uh, a fucking porch monkey or something, bro. You're Lil Wayne. Of course. That's what I'm saying. Once he's, I mean, he might have been like that before he got money. He might not have been that into certain issues. But I feel like once these rappers get money or they, you know, they jump up as far as, like, the steps, you know, the hierarchy, they, don't, they lose 
connect with reality, man. They just start saying stuff. And they, they, they really start to believe like, and maybe it's because they're blessed. They're fortunate. So they're like, I don't even have to deal with those issues. Or if I do deal with them, they're so minuscule. It doesn't affect me anymore. But like, mm. for, for the most part, that's not how it is, bro. Like you're capping, you're capping, bro. Just cause you rich. He's just blind. He's just bl- willfully blind. That's, that's what it is. And you know, when you move up the, the social standings in America, you become more and more blind to what happens at the bottom. That's how it always is. That's the formula. That's the American dream. You get out of this, you get out of the mud. You don't have to worry about shit no more. You don't have to worry about those little people down there fucking scratching and crawling their way to the top. Lil Wayne ain't give a shit in forever, bro forever so as soon as he gets out um i expect you know maybe a, a joe biden diss freestyle um maybe he uh maybe he donates to white lives matter cause or, or something i don't know bro i don't think he that lost i think he'll just be quiet <laughs> just stay away from this no yeah he man. he won't he won't be involved anymore i don't think he'll be involved anymore um if he does you know meet with joe biden or something i mean i wouldn't say that that's a that's like out of reach like that couldn't happen because he might because he met with trump right maybe he's just doing his due diligence for um the platinum deal or, or something like that right yeah. so but it's still clown behavior bro why really bro this, like you this, didn't have to post that just tweet like, go pack go stick to that bro <laughs> like i don't want nothing else let's leave it at that man just stick to go pack go go packers go don't tweet nothing else, man. I don't want no political, no nothing from you, Lil Wayne. Nothing. Or when you drop a music, man. Drop that music, man. We need it sometimes. Sometimes. A little bit. A yeah. little bit. Uh, maybe I'm capping with that at this point. But The mixtapes are okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just it's, it's Lil Wayne spitting his ass off. You know what you're going to get. But as far as tweeting this political stuff, it's not your lane, bro. <sighs> Shame, bro. Shame. Top ten rapper all time, acting like a fool. It happens to the best of them, man. Look at Kanye, but let's not get on that. Let's let's, let's move on. Don't have me start shooting on my man. <laughs> oh, Kanye. All right, all right. Um, let's go to the music, bro. Let's talk about the music. Hey, let's go. Uh, so we got a bunch of singles for y'all. Um couple albums first one though we got a viewer review viewer review yes sir ski jordan hughes single fall in line uh eric you know jordan you want to like kind of introduce yeah yeah yeah. i gotta gotta. jordan he's my boy he's been doing this music game for a little bit um this is another single way to start the year um i'm waiting for that project bro but uh he's been grinding this Conscious slash semi slap lane for a minute, and this is his single, uh, Fall in Line. And uh, I think that he really did a nice job with this one. Uh, I think that overall, like, it's been crazy watching him progress because I met him, I would say, let's say two years ago now, maybe, maybe I'm short, but I met him a little bit ago. I feel like when he first started, I saw a lot of J. Cole, and I still see it, but I feel like. Every song, every single he's dropped since I checked him out at first, he's been like finding new ways to switch it up. And I feel like with this single, he like kind of like, as far as flow wise, like he kind of got in a different pocket. And I liked mm-hmm. it. I feel like this song has a lot of replayability because he was just like letting his letting his thoughts go off but he did it in a way that hit me differently than what he usually does and it's hard to put into words i don't know if you get what i'm trying to say i don't know how familiar you are with his past work i think i've shown I mean, you I, it before i think i've li- probably listened to like one song but th- i listened to this one this one this one's pretty good um you know the one thing that i could i could fault it for is i would say that the uh the chorus is a little bit too basic right it's just re- it's repetitive of, of the same thing right um, I don't really okay. like choruses that are just, you know, the same thing over and over again. And I wasn't really feeling the energy on the on the chorus too much, so it didn't hit me that well. Okay. Whatever. But as far as flow goes and what he's talking about, um, he definitely knows what he wants to talk about. He definitely uh he's not he doesn't have no struggle bars, nothing like that. 
um and he was he was flowing nice on this this is a this is a cool cool single um for you know somebody who maybe i wasn't expecting too much from uh it was a it was it was much better than i than i anticipated yeah Um, and he's really about what he's talking about you know go out hustle you know be the change you want and i feel like jordan's really about that like he don't just be saying this on the tracks to front and like act act holier than now and that's why i feel like he doesn't come off preachy to me like i am comparing him to j cole and some people say j cole is corny or preachy uh i feel like with jordan he can also you know not preach but tell you stuff like be positive you know think on a higher level third eye shit but he's not too overbearing with it he's also like laid back kicking it you can play this with your girl you can play this in different um different vibes you feel me because i feel like he doesn't stick to one thing and one topic too much he kind of jumps and that's why i i, I don't know man I, I i fuck with jordan jordan's my boy and i support this track i think it's a solid track i've been giving it a little play man shout out to you yeah and i mean if you about all the stuff you're talking about why not be able to talk about it like yeah don't be fake be, exactly so uh thank you jordan for uh you know giving us this this track um looking for a a project you know we could actually give you like some in-depth analysis uh it's kind of hard with these singles though because you know it's just like i like the beat i like the flow but there isn't much for me the production on this was nice the production was was nice it's a step up that's what i'm saying like he's been getting better with his production choice as well i because before some of his beats were like oh okay i can see what you're doing this was this was a solid beat. I fuck with this. Yeah, no, it's definitely a it's definitely a skill as a rapper as you grow. You know, uh, picking the beats that fit your sound the best uh, or just sound really good in general. Uh, that's a skill. Like I said, though, give us a project, bro, and I will need you know, it. Break it down. Need I'll it. Twenty twenty one, man. I need a project from you, bro. I'll break it down for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, back into the mainstream we go. We had a drop from Thugger and Juice World. Bad, Bad boy. boy. Hey. Yeah. Hey. I'm going to let hey. you go first. I'm going to let you go first because it's your boy, man. Hi, right, man. It wasn't that good. Wow. You keep it real about Thugger? Okay, so bro, let's go. Bro, I... I'm not a big Juice World fan. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not a big Juice World fan. I don't feel like him and uh, Thug's energy on the track matched the way that I thought it would in my head. But the same thing happened when he did a collab tape with Future, bro. It's just, it's not, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's a nah. different style of rap than I, than I like. Yeah. Really. Um. You know, like that. I I don't know e- emo talking about feelings type shit i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck about no feelings bro like, uh-huh tell him stupid tell him deadly <laughs> so i just i just didn't think it was that great i i like the i like the beat though the beat was really cool uh that like that like um whining sound in the back or whatever yeah. uh, i thought that was really cool it was it was pretty uh like different right um you know, not everybody likes different, but I like different types of beats, right? And I, if I can, you know, catch on to uh, the instrumentation and uh, it clicks for me, I usually end up really liking it. Like, uh, you know, maybe something off of a whole lot of red, like, you know, once those beats hit you, uh, it really starts sounding good. So this beat definitely uh, did, but, you know, I just, the, the, the energy between the both of them wasn't there for me. Yeah. And when you limit thug to have to conform to somebody else, because I felt like he definitely had to conform to what juice world was putting on this track. Mm-hmm. He's not his best. He's not his best. He he needs to have full creative control. And you know, this is, these are probably uh, vocals recorded. Uh, well, they obviously were, they were recorded before juice world died. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe thug wasn't in the booth with him when he was doing this or so, or something like that. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so. Yeah, it did feel a little off. I mean, the video was tight, though. I like the video. Yeah, you know, it was dope was to cool. see Juice World. You know, I saw a bunch of comments basically saying, like, he's almost like he's alive. But it damn near did feel like that. Just because, you know, the video was so natural. Even though the song was a little off, the video was so tight. Like, it was natural to see Juice World just dancing and doing shit with Young Thug, you know? Uh, I wish the song yeah. went harder, though. Like, 
I agree with you. It was hit or miss. I did like the beat. Production was nice. Juice World did his thing. That's what I'm saying. Like Juice World, you know what you're gonna get from. It just felt like Thugger kind of, like you said, like he was like I wouldn't say holding back, but he didn't really fully go off with like the flexions and like he was doing this and shit. Like it was just weird. Like it, some of it was a little off putting. Um, mm. overall though, I thought it was a solid track. I mean, I wasn't like disappointed, but that's because I'm not the biggest Juice World fan. I'm not the I like Thug, but I'm not the biggest Thug fan. So it wasn't like I was going into this like, yo, like. I need Thug to come kill this shit. I've been in my bag, boy. Like, nah, like, just do some simple stuff. And they kind of did that, but I feel like Thug could have punched a little harder. Uh, Juice World did his thing, though. I miss Juice World too, man. But rest peace. Yeah, rest in peace. It was, it was, it was kind of eerie to see him in the video, but it also felt like cool to see him. But like, I don't know. Is this the last? I don't know. If this is gonna be the last video or something we ever see him in like that. But I think it might be. Probably. I think it might be. Uh, I think Cole Cole Bennett did the did the video, right? Yeah, lyrical, lyrical lemonade. lemonade. Yep. Yeah, lyrical lemonade is dope, bro. They, uh, uh, I'm sure you. I think he was friends with Juice and all that, so you know, they were probably working on this for a minute, and uh, you know, just unfortunate, unfortunate what happened to uh, Juice World. But uh, yeah, like I was saying about just the music. Um, Thug, when Thug is his best, Thug is in full creative control. He's doing something that's off the wall crazy. Um, you go to each and every album that he has, and, and that's that's exactly what you love about him. If you limit him on a track, it's not going to be as good. You go to High Off Life, you look at Harlem Shake, limited on the track, didn't hit at all. You can't put you can't put Thugger in a box, bro. You can't. You can't. Nope. You either match his no. energy or just do your own thing. And he does his own thing. Like you can't do it. Yep. That, that that's literally the formula. That's the formula. Um, when we had, um, what was the song on, uh, on so much fun when we had Sutmate, right. Uh, I think future does a good job at matching other people's energy. Because he matched Thug's energy on Supmate, and uh, that was a really good collab. Yeah. Uh, because it was, it was probably Thug who was leading the creative direction. Yeah. Uh, but then you go back to Super Slimy, and I feel like that one was a little bit all over the place because it was mm. like a pure collab project. Yeah. So I don't think anybody was in control, and they were just kind of bouncing off of bouncing each other. Bouncing off so. each other, yeah. It's different. So. It's different. Yeah, you can definitely tell the difference in energy when Thug is on a feature sometimes. Because it's like, I feel like sometimes he'd be just like going off the road with it like he usually does, like off the rails. And then other times, like you like you're saying, like he just puts it's almost like he puts all that thought into making the other artist sound good that he almost doesn't does it, himself. doesn't flex his skills, what he's the best at, like his strengths the best to his ability. And it just comes off awkward. This wasn't too awkward though, but it was still like a little noticeable. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So uh next song we got is uh Road of the Lonely One by Mad Lib single precursor to his album that's dropping shit is it did it drop I don't think so did it shout out to Mad Lib though hey Mad Lib always finding a way to hustle and like work on his own with someone else this man is a legend man I do not want this dude to ever go away man I, I uh, he, did, had, huh? he dropped a single pack he dropped a single pack I think he's so. uh I think he's gonna drop an album though, like later, unless I'm tripping, bro. What the fuck? Okay, the way he's dropping these is so weird. So I mean, weird. He dropped. I know he dropped. He dropped the first single right, and then this the second single was two songs. Yeah. And then third single was three songs. Yeah. I mean, we didn't he, we didn't get into all of those. We just I just listened to the road of the lonely ones. Yeah. So far. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's just go on to that. B was fire, obviously. <laughs> B was obviously, fire. bro. Hey, Mad Lib does not. That's what I'm saying. Mad Lib does not miss. When you go into a Mad Lib beat, you know what the fuck you're getting. It's like listening to Fire Lotus. Now, Fire Lotus let me down a little bit on Flab McGrath, whatever the fuck it's called. But besides that, bro, when you listen to certain producers, bro, especially when they make their own albums, Alchemist does this as well too with Yacht Rock. But and he did one last year that wasn't Yacht just Rock. the food villain. Thank you. This. This, like, if Madeline's gonna drop a whole album and stuff like this, especially with the other singles, like, I'm about to eat this up. This about to be my, 
I'm about to listen to this. Like, this is this is solid. This is nice. This is smooth. It is everything. Like, uh, I don't even know what else to say, man. Mad Love is in it. He's in his own lane, bro. Like, top tier. S. Obviously, bro. He's been doing this shit since the 90s. So it's like, what what can you say to a man who's been doing this shit for 30 years? His uh his sample uh, is his sample cutting is unmatched by anybody else. Uh the snippets that he gets uh to put in his beats uh are so they work so well. It's like butter spreading on on toast, bro. Like he's just he's amazing. Um the background vocals in this in the song uh really really hit really hit uh the drum drum breakdown is super smooth um i love how his drums are arranged on this song and it just it's a it's like a four minute track right it just the entire time you're lost you're lost in the in the beat that's the best kind of a beat that you can listen to something that is just he's floating on that shit you just lost in it you could be repeating it four or five times you don't even know that it ended the first yeah. time yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he he can make a beat that keeps you. He can make a beat with no lyrics, just like the sample, or he can make a beat and just give someone a little bit of time to kind of sing over it and it's and loop that or like have it have them kind of change their inflections and it mm. sounds so good. Like it doesn't make Thank sense. You. It's a full song. Like his beats can be full songs on their own. And I remember I was saying this with uh, uh not Pinata Bandana Bandana. Where like I feel like he got more in his Mad Lib weird vibe with that one compared to Pinata because I feel like some of the beats on that like half man half cocaine that could have been a track on its own with the wackiness with the way it just looped, but Freddie added his own dynamic with the lyrics and I feel like with this project if we're gonna get just beats like this with maybe certain lyrics it's a little bit of like loops of samples. It's gonna be crazy. This might be one of my favorite projects. I always love an instrumental project if it's if it just slaps all the way through. This is crazy though, because it's like uh, Madlib will make beats sometimes where you can't even rap on them because they're so elaborate. They do yeah. so that if you were to mm-hmm. rap on it, it would draw away from what he's doing himself. Doing. So he's he's one of the few uh, producers that could do that. Um, mm-hmm. It's just amazing what he does. Yeah, um, like. Like if he collabs with a rapper, I'm not mad if it's just an instrumental track on that album. Like Mad Villainy, where he has like I think two instru- just instrumental tracks. Shit go crazy. Mm. They say se- they help segment, like uh help you uh pace your way through the album. I feel like just having him giving him the board and just saying, Hey man, do this. Just do an album of just you making beats and having either some vocal artist or just like the or album of you, you just working. It's gonna do numbers. It's gonna do something for me, and um, I'm excited for this, man. I'm hoping. Sure. I think I, unless we're tripping, there's gonna be a project. I think later this month. I think it's later this month. But if not, if we're only getting like a few singles, well, if you got six that. songs total right now, so yeah, like, so he, it's an album. It's an album. A, yeah, if he drops another single pack that's four songs, maybe he's just dropping single pack after single. Pack. I saw him selling something on his site though, and I think it was a vinyl. So I think he's definitely gonna sell an album, unless he's selling the single packs as vinyls, which I don't. I don't think he's doing all that. I don't know though. Underground, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. You gotta make your money anyway, bro. <laughs> Nowadays with streaming and stuff. So, but I think it's gonna be an album. Later. Them underground niggas do not ship shit on time whatsoever. Oh, don't hey, don't you can't crap on my boy, bro. Don't don't get into. I know exactly what you talk about. We ain't going to speak on it. You'll get it eventually. I bought the brass album, nigga. Send the CD to my house. Fuck. You might never get that shit. He <laughs> <laughs> got your money, bro. He sent you that digital it's over. I didn't buy from TJ6, nigga. I need my fucking CD. That was then. This is now. <laughs> your money gone. <laughs> fuck so annoying so annoying um okay so we got a little bit of r&b vibe r&b vibe but y'all know what we have to talk about this because it's fucking scissor good days yes tde's finest tell the scissor man we need that album man stop playing with his Vicky singles bro well i mean i'm happy that we finally got a fucking something, single bro something yeah Jesus Christ. I mean, she didn't even have anything on that uh TV pack, right? On when they dropped the pack last year. Nope. Yeah, she wasn't even on that. So hopefully this means that we're getting an album sometime in the first fourth of the year. I feel like um, you know, it generally takes 
right around like two months for somebody to drop after their lead single. So yeah, uh, this this is uh, this is really good. Uh, I I love the cover uh, the cover art on here. You know, it's a a little picture of her uh, as a kid with a tattoo right on her right on her forehead. She's uh, it's cute. Um, the song in general, though, man, crazy, crazy. Uh, you know, people are saying it's like. <laughs> People were like, this is crack. She put crack in this because I can't stop listening. And I, I feel the same way. I can't stop listening to this song. Uh, but that's just that's just what SZA does, bro. SZA just makes classic music. Control, when Control came out. I remember people weren't really fucking with Control when it first came what? out. What? Ooh. Nobody knew who she was. Nobody knew who she was. So it was, was like she wasn't, she wasn't mainstream yet, right? So I would be listening to Control on my own in, in high school and I felt like it took a good six or seven months for that to actually blow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because because uh, Love Galore and Broken Clocks really like yep. took off. Yeah, that, those yep. were big ass so, hits. So when the singles took off, then it, it finally everybody started recognizing the greatness. The Weeknd. Oh, I, I can't believe it. The Weeknd was the big hit actually too. Wasn't that the big hit? There was there yeah there was, there was a few that album yeah yeah control was that was that really blew her up classic album mm-hmm. for sure uh yeah what'd you uh what'd you think about the song bro what'd you think about the lyrical content shit like that you want to know my real opinion or do you want me to sugar sugarcoat it a little bit uh we keep it real okay we keeping it real here I was kind of it I didn't I didn't I liked it but I didn't like it as much as hit different I thought it was a Drop down in quality. A step, a step down. That I mean, that's that's fine. I actually, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't go back to this track that much. Is it the uh, the topical? Because what she's talking about? No, it... no. It's just I don't know. It just didn't hit me as much as I was expecting. You know, with SZA, like we said, SZA, she hit different. Like the song said, it's she usually hits me emotionally with certain tracks, like. Broken Clocks, 20-something, something like that. But she, with this one, I felt like there needed to be a little bit more punch. I feel like some of the lyrics didn't hit me as much as I was expecting. You know, the the whole... I like certain lines, certain breakdowns. I don't like... What is it? Um, I don't miss no X. I don't miss no text. I choose not to respond. Da-da-da-da. Like She has a few uh-huh. cool lines, a few, few cool breakdowns. But I was expecting a little more, especially as the second single, because I think hit different was I hope that's going to be on the album. If not, I mean, it's a cool, cool track on its own. If this is more the album's vibe, it might fit better with the album. I didn't like Love Galore as much when it when I first got into it. So it, this might be a Love Galore thing where it's just like, I like it, but I thought I would like it way more. Mm, so yeah, your expectations kind of ruined it for you. That's Yeah, that's- yeah, I'm gonna keep it real. That's what it is. But no, it's a good song. It's, it's, it's a great song. I just hold Scissor. To this tier, and I was listening to Jasmine Sullivan recently, and I was like, "Yeah, this ain't. We gonna review that. I hope later, but we can." He said, "We can." What you? All right, nah. All right, I've bro. listened. I've listened to Jasmine Sullivan uh, her album a few times. Like, I mean, we could, but um... no. But back, back on simple. This, this is a solid track. I like it. It's good. Uh, it's it's really long. I think that's I think that's the thing for me is that it's yeah. really long and it takes a while to start to hit mm-hmm. right because there's like you know a little bit of a change of energy as she goes throughout. Yeah. Um. You know, she it's not really um just one vibe all the way through. It's kind of you know it shifts. So, uh, if if the first part of the song or first segments of the song don't really hit you like that, and you have to wait till the second part for it to hit you, I mean, I could see where you just. You don't like it that much. I feel like a lot of um, the weekends project was like that, where he had songs where he would uh, it would grow. My interest would grow as the song goes on. Um, but this one, this one, I don't feel like it's like that. It doesn't it doesn't draw me in as she's like in the beginning. I just kind of like I don't really like that part of the song. And then like the end of it is really good. So I don't know, man. It's just it's weird. It's weird. Um, yeah. I've been playing it. I've been playing it a lot, though. It's like okay. it's, it's a good song. So okay. Well, I mean, you know. that's what I'm saying. It's 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 it's, 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 it's quality. It's not trash. I'm not saying that. I just it's never a throwaway. And I saw people. I saw her giving her fans a little flack for saying like, "Oh, you guys are complaining about the mixing." 
I did agree that the mixing, I don't know if she fixed it on the single or the version she dropped on YouTube as far as the acapella. No, I, actually, mm. she didn't fix the acapella. That was acapella, of course. But she, I don't know if she actually fixed the mixing. I remember she tweeted something about that. That was a problem at first. And I don't like, because I, I, I feel like the, some of her vocals didn't sound as good as they should with the track. I, it was like little nitpicky things because I think she's at that level. Like we're like, you you need a consistent level of quality and this was a little bit of a drop, but it was a good song nonetheless. I'm excited for the album. Like I'm excited as hell for this album. Like I don't care if it's on the level of control. I don't care if it's better. I just want a new album. Like stop playing. Stop playing. <sighs> with Especially with the acapella. Well, like, the, acapella the whole did, label. Did you listen to the acapellas that she dropped on YouTube? Those that was good. Like it was good to hear her singing like that and you know mixing the tracks. Like it was dope to see, you know, the vibe. So I'm hoping that okay. the album is gonna be vibey. It's gonna be dope, I think. All right, for sure. Um, so the next one we got is another young thug song. We gotta talk about this one though, because this one is not uh this is this is uh, I think the lead single for uh slime slime language too. So. I think so. So we gotta talk about this one. Um, kind of weird who he chose to uh, include on the lead single of the project. You know, I didn't expect him to have uh, you know, Yak Got It or Yak Gotti on there. Um, but I think that he wasn't too much of a detriment to the song. I I I. I'm flip-flopping between like I really like the song and I just kind of like this song. Uh, I got I think I gotta listen to it more. But Thug was floating, gonna floated, Gotti did his thing. The beat was cool, and I'm you. I just really don't know what to expect because you know Thug's putting his thumbprint on the single, right? But the last one wasn't all about Thug. It was about you know. Why it's about YSL, right? So yeah, you know we didn't really get to see anybody from YSL except for Gunna and Gotti. But but am I okay? So I'm 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 gonna jump in a little bit. So I, what I'm gonna say is with Sime season, no Sime language. Sorry, Sime language, the first one, right? I didn't really vibe with that project, and I remember there was a lot of hype for it. And even I, I was like, yo, let's see what the the gang does, the group, right? And in my opinion. What was missing from that project was like the tracks with Thug. Thug did his thing for the most part, but there wasn't a lot of, no, I wouldn't say a lot of Thug, but I feel like Thug, like you said, tried to show the cast more. I think at this point, we know what the cast is. So it's like for him to take charge of this track, I think this is one of the better tracks as far as this group, you know, collapsing. Like this was, this, this, this was a solid track. And for you to drop this, I was like, okay, I might be more excited for Slime Language 2 now. I'm not saying I hella vibe with the track or anything, but I'm saying, like, if Thug's going to take charge and, like, put features, like you said, like, Yak got, like, I wasn't expecting that either. But it kind of worked, so I'm like, okay, so if Thug's going to be taking charge, and it's not really, it, it'll be about showcasing the gang a little bit, but, I mean, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I know you yeah. like... I know you like slime language. Yeah, slime language is good. Slime uh, language is good. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. You don't have to agree with me. I, I think it's. I think it's pretty good. Um, but you know, I feel like there's. You said we know the cast already, but there's so many people myself. Like there is so many of these niggas that it's like. I don't know. I feel like we haven't gotten we haven't gotten enough uh, of them yet, um, and see. Thug go back and forth with all of his, you know, contemporaries or his youngins again. That that'd be cool. Um, maybe we'll get to see a little baby this time. I, I don't think he was on the last one. Um, Gunna was on there a lot though. Um, you know, he had Jaquees, he had uh, Lil Keeb, hoping for returns from all three of those guys. Um, but, but you know, also I, I'm I'm willing to see what the what the young cats are going to do. Um, and I think that it could work really well. I mean, we've seen it work really well on Revenge of the Dreamers 3. So oh don't, but you can't compare. You can't compare you can't the they're not they're not on the same level. I like That's... I like Revenge of the 
Revenge of the Dreamers 3 more than I like, obviously, uh, slime language. But I'm saying is he could do something to that level. Well, uh, maybe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so maybe I'm saying that because I am not the biggest fan of the whole collective. You know, I know what Gunna does. I know with um, Lil Duke, people like that do. Uh, what's, what's the dude we reviewed? Lil Keed. All of them, right? Yeah. I, I know what they're going to bring to the table. I know he's going to show love to the other artists that I don't even, I'm not mentioning because they're way smaller. They haven't really done much as far as what I when I check for their catalog or when I hear of them. So I'm more looking at this as like, I want Thug to be the big part of this project and the rest of them, they can tag along. And if they impress me, they impress me and I might get more into their music. You're looking at it from, from the perspective of, I like these other artists. I actually see potential. And that's why I like that we're having this conversation because it's like this project can go one or two ways. And I think yeah. I I don't know. I think it will be better because I, I don't, don't really what, what I don't what? mind if it's just a fucking thug project. Like I don't care if it's it goes the way that you want it to go. Like I want I want that too. I'm selfish. Yeah. I like thug. I want thug to drop more music, like yeah. obviously. So it's it's not a problem for me, but you know, just I want to see if you know, we were talking about his energy with certain people is not right. Sometimes I want to see if his energy with his own group can be uh, something greater than what he can do by himself. Like if he could take an, uh, another step up as an artist. So, but what about, but what about, okay. I, Cause you like, that's what I'm saying. You like sign language one. So it's hard to argue. I feel like it was a disappointment. Maybe I'm tripping. I think a lot of people don't really talk about it. I feel like even Thugger fans, like, I remember there's a period where like people were like, sign language is going to be a dope project. Like, it's going to be like all of them clicking. I remember it had a little buzz when it came out, but it kind of like faded away. And I feel like for a project with Thug and Gunna and Lil' Keat and certain artists that have had their own, you know, lane of own margin of success, right? Uh-huh. It should have got a little bit more love, a little bit more hype. And it's gro- It's dope to see that you like it because then you can appreciate it. And also this one, you'll be able to analyze it in a different way than I can. Because I, you know. Yeah. Um, I think probably what the problem is, is it's a little bit all over the place, right? So you have all these artists that are YSL and they're supposed to be like Thug clones or whatever. But, you know, they all do their own certain type of thing. So yeah. Thug being as versatile as he is he has to click with each and every one of them on each and every track and it's kind of like all over the place a yeah. little bit yeah so it's not yeah it's not it's not you're not coming for just one thing so if you are listening to it and you can't click with each individual nuance that they're doing each mm-hmm. time it's going to be hard for you to like the project so maybe this time it, it flows a little bit better they have more of an idea what they want to do uh in general maybe there's more of a theme to it i don't know if he'll do that i doubt it i think he's just trying to showcase the crew uh but yeah there's there's a it's more like um you know how drake says more life is a compilation album i feel yeah. like these yeah, are more yeah. like compilation albums than mm-hmm. they are actual rap albums so yeah I, like I get what you're saying i get what you're saying i mean you know i don't need a theme or anything just you know give me some bangers um, hopefully the crew can step up because obviously they're going to be a part of it. So we'll see how much they do. But hopefully this one holds my attention more than the other one. If so, shout out to Thugger. Awesome. Crew. Yeah. Uh, next one. It's kind of late on this, but we did. I think we did talk about Benny getting shot, right? We did talk about Benny getting shot. Yes. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if we released that episode, but <laughs> no one else. Probably not. Probably not, but Benny dropped a single, Benny the Butcher. Uh, if you don't know who Griselda is already, go watch some other podcast episodes, bro, because we'll we'll put you on. Catch up. Right? You sleeping. Yeah. You knocked the fuck out. <laughs> uh, uh, 3.30 in Houston uh, dropped. Um, this song, this song hard, bro. This song is hard hard uh if you think that any of the other ones that that benny has dropped has been hard this one hit different ah. it hit different because <laughs> we basically saw it unfold and then he talked about it right so you know we you listen to Griselda's music uh a lot of the shit that benny talked about on there you don't really see in the public eye 
So you kind of just believe in them, right? Like, obviously, I believe what he what he raps about. But this one hits different because it's like, you know, seeing is believing type thing. So you saw uh, what transpired with him uh, and, and the energy he had afterwards uh, of of this event. Like, you know, everybody's praying for him and being like, you know, hope I hope Benny's OK. This nigga's like, they, they, they didn't even really rob me, bro. I still had like 500,000 on me. Like, they didn't really rob me. Like Benny, that. Benny got to keep it hard. He got to keep it like, fuck that shit, nigga. I got shot, but they ain't even really do shit. Like, <laughs> I love this nigga, man. Benny, these niggas, bro, that's what I'm saying. Gazelle, they got it on lock. I can't wait to talk about their soundtrack. But 330 in Houston, man, I love how he used this situation. That's what I'm saying. Gazelle, about the cash. That's how you know these niggas is really about that shit because they all about the money, all about the hustle. He used the situation, turned into a fire track, explained himself, flexed how he survived, flexed how they didn't really even take that much shit from him. This is Benny. Yep. Like, like you're saying, this is Benny. At this point, you know what you're going to get from Zelda. And I think he already said he's dropping in March. Am I tripping? Or he said he's dropping something. So he just dropped Burner. Yeah. I think I saw it on Twitter. I think he said he like because I think Griselda's gonna keep up with this dropping every two three months. Like I like I think they're gonna keep doing that. So I wouldn't be surprised if Benny drops another album soon. Like he said he he will on Twitter, and I'm excited for that man. This track, like you said, it's more Benny killing a beat, man. Just just mm. like what why why does he do this? Like it's like why <laughs> like what did the beat do to you? What did, what did the microphone do to you, bro? Like, he gets so into it, and I, I, I feel like he was almost reliving it as he was rapping this. Like, it was yeah. like he, he was feeling it, and it's so raw still. So, yeah, this track was dope. Super dope. Uh, we got to get into uh, a couple projects, though, real quick um, before we wrap this thing up. Uh, Man on the Moon 3 by Kid Cuddy. Cutter. Damn, bro. I got to pull this up real quick so we can look at this track list because, man, what a what a project. What a project. Yeah. Uh, I did not. I'm not going to say that I, I felt this right off the bat because I didn't. I didn't feel it off the bat. It was, okay. It was kind of, you know, something that had to grow on me a little bit. Uh, yeah. You know, it's you, you have so many expectations from Man on the Moon 1 and 2 that you're like, okay, uh, where's the where's the hit tracks on here like like off of those uh so you, you know it, it's 18 tracks though it's a whole hour so you know there's a little bit that you have to go through um but the thing i appreciate most about this album is how uh personable and relatable uh kid Cudi is um as he usually is on, on this album uh you know songs like the void um songs like mr solo dolo very very um i don't know songs that speak to me you know he and that's really what his strength on this album is, is having yeah. songs that, that, that speak to you mm-hmm. um, you know not not coming for some like crazy lyricism but you know he's always going to keep it real he's always going to talk about you know things that go on in his life that you might be able to relate to so um that's really what i appreciate about this project in general yeah, yeah. same i i I agree with you, man. I'm a Kid Cudi fan. Um, I check out most of what he drops, uh, even that Wizard project he dropped with, um, I forgot who it was, but that rock project pretty much, it was oh. not that good. Then he has Speed and yeah. Bullet to Heaven, which wasn't that good. Indicut, which was a transition. I'm talking about, of course, between Man on the Moon 2 and this project. I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, Man on the Moon 1, he got signed. He had that hit. He was working with Kanye. He's feeling good. Man on the Moon 2 was darker. I like Man on the Moon 2 more than one, personally. I don't know how you feel. How do you feel? I like number one the best. But okay. Yeah. Indicut, I thought was okay, but it was a fall off. And then he got dropped, Speed and Bullet. You know, he dropped a bunch of duds to medium, you know, mid projects. This is a comeback album. It was 10 years since Man on the Moon 2, and it's crazy to say that. Damn, we're getting old. But... Yeah, man, like this was not what I was expecting in the sense that, you know, the cover was dope, beautiful trip, tequila shots started to hit me another day, like, she knows, like the humming, it was back. 
I don't know what to say. I, I The only problem with this project is I expect it to be playing it more now. I've kind of drifted away from it. Maybe it's because I was playing it so much when it first dropped because I was like, Man on the Moon 3. Like, I'm a fan. Like, I was happy as hell to have this album. Solo Dolo 3, Mr. Solo. Like, what? Yeah. What? The song with Pop Smoke and Skepta. I love Skepta. Shout out to Skepta. That was a dope ass track. That was I was not expecting that type of energy to work. I was damn near worried about that track, especially considering R.I.P. to Pop Smoke, but it worked out perfectly, in my opinion. I don't know how you feel. No, yeah, it's a good thing that you know Pop Smoke has such a you know um, so much range with what he does, right? So yeah, he, he just kind of fits in with everybody. Yeah, and that's crazy to see. And uh, the Void, I love the Void. I love the boy. That's a that's a deep cut right there. Um, it was a little long. Uh, some of the tracks hit harder than others. It's not like a perfect album, but it was a comeback album. Like this deserved the Man on the Moon name, and I'm happy he waited. If this is how long it, he had to wait and do like Kids See Ghosts, I can't believe I didn't mention that because that was my favorite album that year, uh, 2018, I believe. Yeah. So he had to almost come back, maybe humble himself, maybe sit and think, and then drop this. And I feel like this is a perfect vision into where he's at now because I feel like he drifted away from not talking about his mental, but like I feel like like his mental, like he wasn't as focused. And I feel like with this project, he got to sit down, focus. And really tap back in, but also show the progression. And there's a lot of progression. Like he, it was crazy. It's crazy when you go back and listen to Man on Moon Two. This is completely different. Like it's like, wow, this is really a ten year gap. Like you're yeah. a whole different man now. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is crazy. Um, another one of my favorite tracks, uh, Heaven, Heaven on Earth. Uh, that's one of them. Uh, okay, hitting them with the deep, deep cut. Okay. Yeah, you know, not not one of the ones with the star next to it. You know, mm-hmm. it's a, that means mm-hmm. it's a deep cut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, bro. Just like you're saying, the humming, the energy, um, is it's all it all came together on this album. And uh, you know, not not somebody who's been high on K. Cuddy as of late because you know he hasn't been dropping anything that was that was great. I mean, we got a hint of it in in a KSG, like damn okay you know Kanye bringing the best out of out of Cuddy but you know Cuddy had it in himself he had it in himself and he showed it on this project it wasn't just him relying on on Kanye being so great on Kids He Goes that you know that's why Cuddy did great too yeah uh, he yeah he's got it himself self yeah and that's why that project in my opinion was so great and I think this was he needed to show that again like you can't that's the thing I feel like Kids He Goes a lot of people just pegged it pegged it as Kanye supporting Kid Cudi. And when you think about when Kanye was doing uh, 808s and Heartbreak and even My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Kid Cudi was in the back helping him supposedly throughout those albums. Especially 808s and Heartbreak, I heard. Like, he was a big influence on Kanye. So, and ever since then, they haven't been on the best terms. You know what I'm saying? Even with Jesus. So to see Kid C goes work amazing, like, top tier. Classic in my eyes, right? And then you have himself come back on this level and see a bunch of people giving him love. You know, on Twitter, when it came out, everyone was talking about it. Amazing. Dope comeback, man. I love Cuddy, man. Shout out to you, man. Keep If you drop another man on the moon, because the ending of this left it open, I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he will, right? I mean, maybe. You know, some things in his trilogies, he might. He hinted at it. It might be something else. I don't know. The final album that we are talking about today, that's what they all say. Now you might you might be wondering, what? That's what they all say. What? Why are you trying to? You're trying to guess. And I'm talking about the Jack Harlow album. Oh, you didn't know what the name of it was. That's reasonable. I didn't really know what the name of it was up until like two days ago when I had to look it up again. Uh, (laughs) Bruh. Bro, this is is so. It was so forgettable, man. Come Bro, on, Jack. We, we have been so positive this entire time. I had to bring out the mid pack just one time to smoke. Jack, it. just one time. Why? So, basically, for this album, this was one of the albums that I, I was taking flight or something, and I, I downloaded the whole thing so I could listen to it on the flight. Just be like, yes, yeah, be cool. Like, 
how long is it? It's like it's 36 minutes. Like it shouldn't be too bad. Uh, maybe I'll replay it a couple of times, get some, you know, get my mind off of things, off travel. Uh, it definitely got my mind off of it, thinking about why the fuck do these songs sound like this? What what is he doing? I, I it's it's kind of weird. Um, he's not making hits on this project. He's really trying to make his own project, but it doesn't work. It doesn't mm. work. It's just everything he does on here is is super basic, super basic. I don't feel like anything on here screamed out to me that oh yeah, this guy's this guy's got talent. This guy's doing shit. Um, except for maybe what was the what was the song? Yeah, I don't I don't even know. I don't, I don't <laughs> he said know. I don't even know. There, there's like one song here where he's singing, and I'm like, that's cool. Sound like Drake. And that's why I feel like a lot of this album is like, oh, he sound like Drake. Oh, he sound like this. Oh, he sound like that. Yeah. Because he don't, because there's no identity. There's, there's no, no identity to this project. Nothing original. Like, I was in all the features, like, that's the thing that really, you know, we were talking about Benny and all the features, you know, in the album of the years, right? List, album of the year list. And we were like, yo, you know, sometimes the features steal the show. Sometimes the features bring their own style. I feel like the features on this show, the flaw of this project. There's no style when it comes to Jack. But when it comes to the features, like Little Baby, even Adam Levine, Big Sean, you know what you're going to get with them. They're, they're established. They have their own style. They built their own legacies at this point. Jack almost like sounds like a person who is like, looking up to these rappers or like trying to sound like these other rappers. It reminds me of Logic where like you sound like your contemporary so much sometimes. It's like you need to find your own lane. And I'm yeah. not, you know, and I love Logic. Logic definitely has his own lane, but there's a period where I feel like he was doing that a lot. And this reminds me of that. It was like, you're not doing anything that makes me want to say, I need to listen to this for Jack Harlow. I'm listening to it for the beats. I'm listening to it for just like the little melody you have, but there's nothing you're saying, nothing that you're really flowing. That it's like, wow, this is like even the little EP or project he dropped last year, uh, Sweet was Business. Better. Was That's what I'm saying. Better. So I don't know what this was. I don't know what he was aiming for. Maybe to paint a picture of like, I don't know, bro. I was disappointed. I was heavenly, like, I don't like, like you said, we were so positive. The singles, <laughs> nah, this was not it. No, Mm-mm. I'm the face of my city, co signed by Diddy. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh. yeah, no, nah, nah. no, no, no. Wasn't nah. feeling that? Nah, yeah. I was not. But I'm not yeah. trying to hate on dude, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I support him. He has his own... Like, he's a funny dude. He seems like a nice guy. Hopefully, he gets better. Because he's not trash. It's just like... It's not good. It's not even mid. It's just, like, forgettable. And that's uh, that's damn near bad to me. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think uh, he got a little bit overhyped. Uh, to a certain degree uh, with, uh, you know, what's popping and all that because it was his first big hit, all that, right? Um, and his last EP wasn't bad, so I think that he, you know, he was getting some positive traction, but I think that this just erased the traction for me. I'm just, like, I'm baffled by, like, the lack of, of interest I have in this project. It's just, man, if I want to listen to fucking – a take care song i go to fucking take care bro like i don't yeah. want to listen to your version of it or some no. shit like that yeah and, and he you ever watch like a, an anime like let's say naruto right and yeah you, and you watching and you watching you you don't know what the fillers are yeah yeah this this album a whole bunch of filler like you yeah know, the, it was a lot actual, of filler the the canon parts are like when the features come on you're like okay this is actually progressing you know a little bit adding a little bit something to it then you go back to Jack and you're just like damn bro like what's the point of this yeah you need, point? He, what what was the point of this album he needs to find what is gonna press because that's not gonna last the whole you know being funny and stuff as far as the mainstream goes you know people are gonna support you like if they really support you but as far as like making hits and stuff you're gonna have to figure out a way to branch yourself out and be a little original i feel like the the one thing that i could give this album the one thing if i think about it you know the cover right is supposed to portray that he's a part of the culture right like he's got he's got you know black girl next to him he's got all these little 
all these uh, kids coming up to him, he's signing their shits, stuff like that. He's a part of the culture. I feel like that's what he's really trying to tell people at this point is a part of the culture. He definitely assimilated the entire culture and put it onto this project in a, in a non, you know, creative way. So he proved his point. There you go, bro. You part of the culture. Now do something with it, bro. Do something with it. Do something different. Do something different. Yeah. Cause he's not that bad of a rapper. I feel like he he's can. Got a good he, flow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he could he could definitely do something better than this. We I, I we're coming. I think we're coming at him from a point where we expect more. It's not like we're saying he's completely unredeemable. He's trash. It's like we expected a little something because the singles and like some of his energy and like the whole promo, it was cool to see. But he just he needed to do a little more, just a little more, man. Actually, a lot yeah. more as far as like finding a different lane. But you need to do a little more as far as like branding yourself differently that also connects with your music because the whole funny thing and you know being a cool guy that works but like i need good music from you bro i'm not getting it yep all right well that basically concludes this episode of hey. hip-hop babies podcast it hey. wasn't that long either like, no i don't know it won't be that long only like two hours yeah y'all can sit through it sit yeah. through the episode yeah if you, you know made you it this it. far if you made it this far to the episode and you watched the whole thing, I appreciate you so much. Uh, I love you from the bottom of my heart. Yes, um, Sersky. A lot of a lot of thought, a lot of effort goes into these to these videos. Uh, may not seem like it, but you know, because it's so minimalist. But you know, we do try to give you all the best content possible. We're all focused on content. Uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll work on making it look a little bit better here soon. We'll we'll try to make it look a little bit more professional so you ain't embarrassed when you're telling your homies to come and check out the podcast because it looks like you know three niggas in in their houses just fucking talking about dumb shit so yeah thank you so much uh you know uh subscribe on youtube like uh hit the bell leave a comment i don't care what the fuck you do just help us boost us up the algorithm uh listen to us on anchor spotify Apple Music, the Hip Hop Babies Podcast. Uh, go on to Instagram, the Hip Hop Babies Podcast is our handle. Uh, Twitter, Hip Hop Babies Pod is our at on there. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Tell us what you think about the about the video. You, you have any idea? Uh, some that differs from ours. I'd love to hear it. Um, I love interacting with y'all on Twitter, Discord, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck you want. It's fun. It's fun. So you know. Keep it up. Yeah. And shout out to Jordan Hughes for Fall in Line. That was a dope track. Thank you for letting us cover it. That's going to be down below as far as like the track title and everything. And also Jordan's Instagram and everything. Um, yeah, Thank you all for listening, man. We always trying to improve. Getting into this new year, man. We got a lot of stuff coming for y'all. Yeah. Shout out to y'all for showing love, man. Especially during this transition, man. Appreciate y'all. Thanks. Love y'all and peace. Peace.